0: Hey, everybody, welcome to another exciting episode of Life with Chris and Tatum. I am so excited about today's podcast. We have an incredible guest with us. It is none other than Pastor Nathan Pickens with welcome us. Pastor Chris. woo Man, we are going to have so much fun t- today. I'm excited. And we're going to talk about something that is uh, really something that is, I'm very passionate about. I know you're definitely passionate about I think every believer needs to uh, be—and we're going to be talking about worship before we get to that— let me just give a big shout out to everybody that is listening. Yeah. It's amazing that there are hundreds and hundreds of people yeah. from all over America mm-hmm. and literally uh from around the world now that are are listening to this uh podcast. And if you would do us a favor, share this out on social media, Please. tell your friends, your family, your neighbors, everybody. Every <laughs> everybody. Uh and today is going to be so relevant because uh worship needs to be a part the daily uh part of every single believer. Yeah. It's why we were created. Exactly. Now, I am so curious, Nathan, <laughs> uh I want you to tell me, tell us about how God really began this journey in you uh for worship because yeah. obviously you've got some great talent. Yeah but there's a lot of talented people that are not worshipers. Right, right. So right. T- tell me about you, what happened with you?
1: Well, yeah, I, um, I've um i been singing since, you know, I was eight, you know, um, just being with my mom. She was over the music and I was in a church now,
0: I like your mom a lot. You know that at Christmas time, I'm sorry to interject here. No, you're fine. Your mom made me the most incredible <laughs> peanut, uh, peanut brickle. Yeah, peanut brittle. Uh, peanut brittle, oh.
1: Was it good, Pastor?
0: <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I'm like, I love, I love this family uh, so much. Okay, but your mom, your mom's a, like, she's a choir. Yeah, she's choir director. Choir director. And, you
1: know, she, so I was raised with doing this. So I've been singing my whole life. And and so she always taught me, you know, whatever you do for the Lord, you do it wholeheartedly. No,
0: wait, wait, wait. Were you always in church growing up? I've always been in church. Your mama made sure you were always in I church. I think I was in the womb in church.
1: <laughs> I've been in church my whole life, Pastor Chris. Yes,
0: your whole life, my and whole life. How long has your mom uh, been leading the choir and doing all that? So,
1: from the time I was born to up until I was maybe seventeen. Uh-huh. She was kind of the head honcho of it. And when she seen kind of the, the zeal on my life and the heart behind my my worship, she mm-hmm. kind of transitioned it to me. But she was kind of still my oversight. But okay. uh, she did it for, I know, at least 17 years. Now,
0: are all of your siblings gifted like you are?
1: They all are, but I'm the only one that
0: really sings. Okay.
1: I have a sister that's a poet. She writes, and she writes music, but she don't sing. Okay. My brothers, they're they not trying to hear it.
0: <laughs> now, your pa- your your brother is a pastor. Yes, my, yeah. I have a brother that's he's plen- a pastor. He's planting a church.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. So he, he
0: can sing a little bit, but but not much. <laughs> he can get you through. No, he can get you through. Hey, I tell everybody that everybody can sing, yeah. but not everybody can record. Uh, that's true. So I can sing, baby. You can. I, I can, but yeah, you don't want to hear me record anything. It's, it's not the best thing. But so you, you began this process there. So how, how did it all happen for you? Well, I feel like I had to
1: find myself because I felt like I was trying to mimic what my mom did and I mimic what she taught me, which is good. But I feel like you really don't know yourself until you begin to venture out and find yourself. And Mm -hmm. um, so growing up, I knew I could sing. um, And so I would always get the compliments. Oh, bro, you sing so good. And that kind of like, you know, made me big headed in a way. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, oh, I don't need the anointing because, you know, I can sing. I can do anything. Um, But it wasn't until I actually went to Christ for the Nations. And, really? um, and like I was put on the platform, and man, I so
0: wait, 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 back up just a second here. You're going so fast. I'm you sorry. just breezed- I'm sorry <laughs> through everything. So we, you were singing. So some of your first moments and and leading and whatever yes. w- was always in church. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so at the age of 17... Did you ever do it in school?
1: Or? I did some stuff in school. I, I did, you know, I was in choir. You know, that was kind of the lame thing, so I kind of uh-huh. hit, hit it, you know. But I did it. And I did, you know, some advanced recitals and things like that. And um, So, yeah, I did some things in high school and, you know.
0: Yeah. And so when you were at church you know, uh, growing up as, uh, it, it, how many years ago, how old were you when you went to, uh, to Bible school?
1: So I started Bible school at age of 24.
0: Okay. So 24. So before that you were, you were, uh, you were singing and whatever mm-hmm. in church, in my home church. Yes. But a lot of it was more based on, Hey, I've got talent. And yeah. so I'm just yeah. singing based off the yeah. talent, not of, out of the heart and the anointing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I was moved by like man's of praise. So when people would praise me, I would be like, oh, that's, that's where I would find my confidence in. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it got to a point where- and that's like,
0: dangerous for so all dangerous. of our worship leaders so that are listening. It's so dangerous, Pastor
1: Chris. It's so dangerous. It's
0: really dangerous. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And so I got to a place where like the Lord was like, okay, you don't want to listen. So I'm going to show you. And I was sing, and nobody will compliment me. Nobody would say, good job. Nobody would say anything to me. So at that moment, I felt like, oh, God, I'm not good enough. You know, like, nobody's telling me I've done good. Nobody telling me that they were moved. But, you know, and so it it, it made me question, like, am I missing something? What am I missing? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, it wasn't until, like, I was like, Lord, I don't know what's going on. Like, And I had, like, this real encounter with the Lord while I was driving my car. And, and he told me, he said, Nathan, I am the one that validates you. They are not the ones that validate you. People are not the ones that validate you. I'm the one that validates you. What you do is for me. It's not for people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, when like the little light bulb goes off in your head, that's kind of what happened with me. And I had that one encounter with the Lord and I was, and I, I just remember crying and just like, like just asking the Lord for forgiveness. Like, I'm sorry for making this about me, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So.
0: Thank the Lord that, that he that he did that. Yeah, you, you know I tell people that if the light on you is greater than the light in you, yeah, it'll destroy you. Man, and I've so seen deep. so many people that have uh, that are basically fireworks. Yeah, they they're they're you know in ministry or they're mm-hmm. doing something. They got all these gifts and talents, but there's not the light in them. Uh, and that's the difference that that makes all the difference in the in the world. That's so and honestly, at the end of of uh, our lives what only is going to matter is that we're doing what pleases the lord right not what pleases you know yeah what pleases the crowd or people or, and crowds are fickle they'll love you one moment then they'll hate you the next yes. and <laughs> and that's why we just need to to keep our focus right on jesus
1: yeah and i remember that my mom told me she said son worship is a lifestyle it's not a thing Worship is an everyday thing. You don't um, worship is who you are. It's not what you do. It's who you are. Mm-hmm. And so once I kind of accepted that in my mind, like Nathan, you worship every day. It's not about a platform. It's not about how good you sing. Worship is your life. Everything you do is worship. Yeah. And I think
0: that's important for everyone listening. That worship needs to be my life, your life, everybody's life. Whether you can sing and you're yeah. uber talented, right, uh, or if If you need to sing by yourself, you know with the with the door shut or uh, uh, but I think that worship needs to be something that is coming out of every one of us right and so it and it needs to be directed to the Lord, and one of the things that I love about you, and I want you to talk about this for a second, okay. is the authenticity, yeah of it,
1: yeah, um man, like, I think real worship is like the authenticity of worship is what you do privately. I feel like so many times worship leaders, they, they sing, oh, they, they don't pray during the week, they don't spend time with the Lord, they don't do anything, but they just get on a platform and just sing because they, they you know, uh, that's what they feel like they're supposed to do. But I feel like the true meaning of authentic is what you do off the platform what you do when nobody's watching what you do uh whenever the lord wakes you up in the middle of the night and say hey come spend time with me i feel like in that moment that's where the authentic plays uh comes in you know because i i i I've always said Nathan, anytime I wherever platform that I'm on, I want to I want be p- people to see God and not me, you know. And I feel like so many people they see the people that's singing and they don't even God ain't, he ain't he ain't even know in it, you know. Um and, and that's
0: what God's looking for. You think yeah. about David, you know? Mm-hmm. He was worshiping as a shepherd boy, yeah. you know, by himself, by himself, and the Lord said, "Oh, now that's somebody I can trust. I can use that. <laughs> I can use that." <laughs> yeah. And maybe you feel like, and you're listening to this today, and you feel like, man, I'm obscure and I'm hidden. Yeah. Uh, and you feel like, man, I'm just tending sheep while everybody else is out conquering the world and yeah. doing all that. God is watching mm-hmm. the authenticity of your heart to see if you'll still worship him. Because yeah. God, so I'll say it like this, God can get you anywhere he wants to in 24 hours. Yeah, He took Joseph from the... The prison yes. to second in command Man. over all of Egypt in one day, one day in twenty four hours, twenty
1: four hours.
0: And so, listen, don't. We just had a staff meeting, um, and we were one of our staff members. Uh, right before we we hired her, she had gone through a uh, a really difficult bout of of uh, COVID. Mm-hmm. just ho- horrible to the point that she was in the hospital for three weeks wow. about to go on a ventilator she didn't have um health insurance Man. got the bill in the mail for a hundred and ninety what was it, 198 thousand yeah, dollars hundred and ninety eight thousand dollars <laughs> that's a lot of money that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah and uh the hospital uh not only gave her the bill for that but then said we are erasing all all of your debt, you Jesus. don't have to pay a single penny of it. My goodness! So the Lord erased hundred and ninety-eight thousand dollar debt. <laughs> hey, if you don't know how to worship, uh, <laughs> you know how to worship with something like that. Happens. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be singing like the angels on something like that. I'm be like hallelujah. Yeah. But hey, here's the thing: God wants to see that you can worship Him in the trial when 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 you don't even know and you still are looking at a hundred ninety-eight thousand oh, dollar debt. God. And after that, yes. And that's where everyone—it's—it's it's easy for us to worship God when
1: things are good. When
0: it's good, yeah. But it's another thing when your life is falling apart, and yeah. you know you, you don't know, you know, when the next paycheck is coming, and yeah. your your spouse just came in and said, "I don't love you anymore." Yeah. Your Kids are going through drugs, Man. or they come home pregnant, or something like that. Yes. Or, or maybe you're single now because you used to be dating somebody and no. and and no, and no longer. Wow. Those are those moments that I think God true. He uses like he uses it and that's what those are the moments i think he he really really likes because mm-hmm.
1: you have no one else to go to <laughs> you have nothing else to turn to but him yeah that's so true pastor chris
0: wow now tell me um because you've taught on this so many times in your life mm-hmm. and uh but tell me what it what do, what does worship mean like, what is that? So when 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 Christians hear that, or maybe you're a new Christ follower and you hear us talking about worship. I remember I asked my dad when I was just a kid growing up, I'm like, dad, why do people close their eyes? What's up with that? You know, and why why do we even, you know, lift our hands?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I feel like worship is
1: just an expression to something that you love. Um, I feel like when you love your mom and dad, like you you do whatever it takes to show them that you love them. Mm-hmm. Or when you love your spouse, hey, you do whatever it takes to show them that you love them. Like you take them out to dinner, hey, I love you so much. Or you just surprise them with flowers. Hey, I'm just thinking about you today. I want you to I want to show you how much I love you. I feel like this is a kind of ties in with worship as well because worship is. A thing that we we express to the Lord, like Lord, we love you. We think we're so grateful. We we love you so much, and we're just so thankful for what you've done, and just for who you are. And and I feel like it's just an expression, and it's like a a reverence for something, and an adoration for something, um, and something that you just it's it's not nothing that you take lightly. Mm-hmm. It's something that you are really passionate and really serious and really wholeheartedly about. Um, I really think that's what worship really is. It just it's it's a sacrifice first, because sometimes love is a sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you gotta love some through a sacrifice. And I just feel like it's it's a number of things. But for me, worship is just a, a true expression, a true reverence and a true love for, for the Lord.
0: So, you know, this is where I, I so agree with you. I think that worship is love expressed. Yeah. Two words: yeah. love expressed. Love expressed. I now, love it. It can't just be love. Mm-hmm. It has to be expressed. Yes, yes. And there's a lot of people like, man, I did, I just did love God. Yeah. But no you, expression. there's no expression. <laughs> you know, you're part of the frozen chosen. like it's, right. you, you have to express that love. What if I told uh, my wife, what if you told your fiance? Yes. You know, I love you, but you, Don't d- do there was nothing to back that up. Right, right. Means nothing. <laughs> you have to express it, right? And I think that's where sometimes you know uh, people can walk into our services, mm-hmm. and you know they'll see you up on the platform leading mm-hmm. in, in worship, or mm-hmm. if you look over on the side, you know, kind of uh, kind of in the dark over there, there's yeah. me, and I've got my hands yeah. lifted, yeah. or yeah. I'm on my knees, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, man, what is up with those guys? They're they're crazy. They're fanatics. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, we're just in love Yeah, and you you want to communicate that Like, I, I want to tell somebody Like, how much How passionately in love I am with this person Because, like Lord, The Lord changed my life Or, he, you know He he really healed my body He And you want to communicate that You want to, like Let people know Like, I'm not just singing I'm really real about this Because I have a history I know mm-hmm. what he's done for me You know So, it, you want to communicate that You want to express that You want to just Because you want to make people believe That they don't really Really mm-hmm. know Or have never really experienced that You know, and so so yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I believe you. You were saying, you know, uh, about it that worship is, uh, you know, I said worship is love express, but it's you've got to communicate. It's uh, there was a, a phrase that you said earlier on that was so good, and I wish I could have remembered what you said. But it was it was basically about it. It just takes action. It's yeah. y- y- it's um, you're stepping out. You're doing you're doing something. You're not just quiet about it. Right, right, right. And you know, I would say this. Uh-huh. You know, I don't think that worship always has to be singing. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know, there are some men in our church that you know what they're they're <laughs> you know you're going to sing and you're going to worship and God re- re- uh, asks us to worship Him right. in certain ways, right. and we f- we find that I've taught on this. There's mm-hmm. like eight different Hebrew words for worship, and this is how we wow. worship. And uh, but I believe that you can worship God in your serving. Yes. I believe that you can worship God and swing a hammer.
1: Most definitely. Yes. A lot of times
0: we discredit that. We think, well, worship only has to be, you know, like what, what we do on Sunday. Right. Are you leading us no. in worship?
1: Mm-hmm. This, Pastor Chris, it's funny. You, you, you say that. This past Sunday, actually, I was walking. I was in the foyer, you know, talking to people. And I was getting ready to walk back into the green room. And I seen some trash on the floor. And, you know, you see trash and you just like, oh, you know, somebody will pick it up. And the Lord was like, no, this is worship. So I literally turned around, <laughs> went back and picked up this trash. It's so simple, and put it where it's supposed to be in the trash can. That's worship, you know. It's it's worship, and I, I really didn't even think about it. You know, the Lord. I feel like He looks for the little, the lo- those little small things to see if we can really listen and hear what it is that that moves His heart. And I feel like me going back and picking up that trash, I really feel like that moved His heart because that's a that's a part of worship. That's a, that's a part of you know just really. Living a life of worship. It's, it's a sacrifice. It's sacrificial. It's, you know. And so that just that moved my heart because so many times we look over the small things and, like, oh, somebody else will do it. And the Lord's like, no, I want you to do it because mm-hmm. I, I want people to know that I don't care what platform I bought. I'm never too big. I'm never better to do anything else that other people do that's not on the platform. Mm-hmm. So that just kind of marked, that kind of pierced my heart in a way on Sunday, like a little piece of trash, you know. The Lord's like, pick it up. That's worship.
0: <laughs> and when we're obedient to him yes. and we do it with a joyful heart, yes. that's when God looks at us and goes, "Wow, that touched my heart." Right. And the thing about worship is this that when we touch his heart, right. that moment, yeah, he'll turn around and touch you.
1: Right. Yes. And
0: you know, a lot of us, you know, we're thinking, "Well, when I feel something, mm-hmm. then I'll do it." Right.
1: <laughs> worship is not And
0: worship is completely the antithesis of that. Yes. So it's almost like you know in you know in the stock market. Mm-hmm. So you know people uh, are you, you actually buy stocks when the the stock market is actually tanking. Mm-hmm. It, it, it goes against everything that you would think. You're like, man, it's just tanking. It's going down. Yeah, that's the moment you get in. Right. You've got, you actually have to do the opposite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in worship, it's the exact same thing. It is you. You if you wait to uh, to feel something before you worship, you'll never. You'll never feel it, right? That's
1: so true. A lot of times, I'm on a platform. I don't feel anything.
0: Um, I choose to
1: worship. Worship is a choice, you know. Um, I used to be moved by emotions, and you know, feelings. and that's
0: what love is. Yeah, love is a choice. It's yes. not a feeling.
1: Yes, that's so true. So if you're
0: married, you know, it, it, you need to, to know that. It, I you need to have a to make a choice to love your spouse. Yes. Not a feeling cuz I don't always feel like loving Tatum. True. And she well, yeah, I don't. <laughs> and then there's probably a whole lot, a whole a uh, lot more days that she doesn't feel like loving me. If we can be honest cuz she's the angel, all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh same thing with with your uh, your fiance with, yeah. with Chantel. Yes. It, it's, a choice. it's a choice. So love which is a choice, not a feeling. It's expressed. So good, Pastor Chris. So how are we expressing our love to God? Man. You know, so maybe you're listening to this today and, you know, don't feel condemned or don't feel put down like I... No, you can begin to do the right things today. Yes. You know, what are some ways that we can begin to worship God in in a day-to-day... Uh, uh, Throughout, throughout the day, How, what, are, what are ways we do? Picking up trash, I think that was. <laughs>
1: Picking up trash, and so. I feel like it's just however you feel. Like, I, for me, I like to wake up in the mornings and just start my day off by just saying, thank you, Lord, for just giving me this day and just taking a few moments to just, just sometimes I don't say a word, sometimes I just sit and I just, you know, I just just sit in his presence, and you know, and, um you know, and just doing, I feel like doing for others is a part of worship. I feel like just sacrificing your desires for other people's desires, I feel like that's a part of worship. There's so many things you can do, I feel like. Um, and for me, you know, I just i just try to show love. I try to be real. I try to be, you know, be there for people and be intentional with relationships and stuff. I feel like that's so much part of worship as well, you know. So it's, it's a number of things I do, you know. I don't know if that answers your question or not, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah
0: yeah so for for us you know when when we wake up in the morning tatum and i uh we put worship music on in the house just wait because you just you just allow that to soak in you yes you know you know when i was in youth ministry years ago i used to say you know i've never had a teenager commit suicide to praise and worship but i have had them commit suicide to the other right. and music impacts your heart it does. that's why the enemy he is so strategic he is not an idiot music is moving it yeah. moves you yeah. spiritual and um, unspiritual music exactly. it all moves you very so what are you surrounding yourself with exactly. because it's going to get on the inside of you yes. and when you're lit. so if if you go man i have a hard time you know just giving my heart and you know worshiping the lord with with song and and love uh, just begin to uh, s- fill your life with that. Yeah,
1: I agree. Yeah, fill it. Yeah,
0: yes, I agree one hundred percent. Like you are what you you are you are what, what you I'm, eat. Yeah, you are what you eat. You know <laughs> what you've been eating. <laughs> yeah, you know if you are. just if all you're eating is a bunch of you know country. Uh, uh music. <laughs> <Switching> <laughs> You're gonna be depressed and <laughs> wish you had a dog yeah. <laughs> and drive a truck. Yeah, and that, yeah. are not a slight on country music. I, I like listening to that sometimes. That but so um right. but tell me a little bit about the you know the the anointing on you because you know when when you and I the first time that we ever met, it was at a pursuit night yeah. back in December. I think it was December the 5th. Yes. 2020 2020 2020 yeah 2020 wow and it was after that that you and I and uh we went out to to dinner and it's, I said listen I not only love the talent on you thank goodness for the talent mm-hmm. but it's the anointing that I see on you which is so which is so rare yeah and it's the anointing that is that is the difference yeah and so you know what I see is that that anointing is coming out of that time that you have with the Lord yeah. that uh those moments where you are spending time with with him. So that way when you're on the platform and when you are leading in worship and when you're picking up trash or when you're when you're serving other people or whatever, it's coming out of a heart of authenticity. Yes. Yes. Yes.
1: Um I just feel like for me I had to fix my mind to be myself. Mm-hmm. So many times worship leaders or just anybody you 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 kind of gravitate to people that you look up to or you gravitate to things that you see that's popular in the in the in the you know in today's time and you know and so i found myself doing that i love my favorite worship leader his name is william mcdowell he's amazing he's an amazing artist And I found myself trying to mimic what he did. And the Lord was like, no, I called you to be Nathan. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like, you know, what helped me step into my, my anointing and who I am as a worship leader, and not even just that who I am as a person, I had to be okay with being myself. Uh, because the Lord can't use you when you're trying to be somebody else. He can only use you when mm-hmm. you are you. And so I had to be the best me that I could be and be true to myself and be okay with being myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a part, you know, and the Bible tells you, you know, he knew you before you were formed in your mother's womb. The Lord already knew what you were going to be.
0: That's exactly you know, right. Yes. And so
1: I I had to accept who I was and I had to walk that out. And I really feel like the Lord, he used me because, you know, I was myself. I was original. I, I wasn't trying to be anybody. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and also, I think just just letting um, my public worship match my private worship. I feel like that's 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 a that's one of the biggest things. Your public your public worship must match your private mm-hmm. worship. I don't want to listen to you if you had no time with the Lord and you spend notes I don't want to hear you mm-hmm. because now you're just <clears throat> you're just singing, you're just making noise. Um, and I know that that's what I used to do. Mm-hmm. And I know that. I I felt the change in me whenever I start to spend time with the Lord and just really be intentional with my time. And um, I felt that through that, the Lord was like, okay, I'll trust you with my spirit, you know. And so just um, spending time with the Lord and really just um, giving everything to the Lord because the, the Holy Spirit is our helper. The Holy Spirit is what helps me when I'm on the platform. But if I'm not filled up during the week, I'm you pulled, have nothing to give. I have nothing to give, you know? And so when But
0: I'm, you, and that's just you. Yes, just me. You know, as much I love you, Nathan.
1: You know. <laughs> it's just you, it's you just know? You. And so it, it means nothing. Um, and I really feel like just spending that time, letting him fill you up, but also worship is a heart posture. You must have a you must have a genuine and pure heart, and you must. Not only have a genuine and pure heart, but you must live in holiness. You must live a holy life. You must really live a life unto the Lord. You know, um, one of my favorite scriptures is in Matthew, and it says, "Seek first the kingdom of God." And one version says, "Live righteously," and everything will be added unto you. And when I when I look at live righteously, I feel like that means living a life of holiness, a life of purity, a life of just a, a heart. Uh, for God, it's like a desire for me, you know, and I really feel like that's what the Lord is looking for, you know. Yeah,
0: you know, Jesus in in worship, you know, I encourage people a lot of times from the platform. I'll, I'll just say, hey, lose, you know, when you lose sight of you, yeah, and you see Jesus, mm-hmm. that's when everything changes, mm-hmm. and I think that's what that's what happens when you begin to worship. So a lot of times for me, when I'm at home. Yeah. which is where the majority of my worship happens or in the car yeah <laughs> uh
1: You'd be seeing a pastor I'm
0: the guy there was like oh, man who is that guy over there? <laughs> well, uh, yeah he he's a pastor um but what what happens for me is you know I'm not instantly in God's presence when I begin to pray right or when I begin to worship and a lot of okay. people think oh wow you know as as a pastor you must wake up and you you got this you know you float everywhere, and life is easy. You never mm. go through problems. Uh, I'm going to tell you this: the devil attacks uh, those that are being used by him. Oh, yeah. So l- let me ask you a question: If you're listening, you know, if you're doing something for God, and somebody is not doing something for God, who do you think the devil is more likely to attack? Mm he's going to attack the person, especially that has the most eyes on the back of their head that are yeah. people that are, that are following. Yeah, And so I'm going to tell you that I go through challenges. I go through troubles. I've got all kinds of things happening in my life. Yeah, I, I, I lead a very busy life. Uh, I, I said this the other day from the platform, that not only do I, I lead a growing, thriving organization, and that's what a leader does, mm-hmm. but unlike a typical CEO, I'm, I'm also, I have the pastoral care side of things and caring for people. Yes. Then on top of that, we're pouring into all kinds of pastors. We got 250 pastors that are coming out in May. We got another 100 pastors that are going to come out in October. Then we have all kinds of other ones that we're helping to minister to. And this week, we got about 20 churches that are here that wow. are that are being poured, poured into. Um, And then on top of that, we are doing our our, our construction, yes. we're getting ready to open. So we got all happening. kinds of people. There's a daycare coming. I'm a husband. I'm, I'm, ai am <laughs> so a, many things. And and there's challenges with all that. And it is a sacrifice for yes. me, yeah, to worship. Yeah. And maybe you feel like I just don't have time. And I'm going to tell you, you don't have time not to get your heart centered, yes. because let me tell you something. When you are a worshiping Him, all of a sudden you catch His personality. Yes. You catch His character. You yes. begin to catch His, um. His temperament. Wow. You know, it's in worship that you get to see the face and the grace of God. And that's what I'll, listen, some of you would be a much better wife if you would be a worshiper. Some of you would be much better, you know, business owners and leaders. Man. If you would just be a worshiper. Uh, And so for me, when I get into that time of worship with him, it's typically, I'll, 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 I'll I'll have some music that's playing in the background mm-hmm. and I'll find myself beginning to sing and yeah. worship and I'll yeah. be reading the Bible mm-hmm. and I'll go back into singing and I'll and I'll and I'll read. Yeah. Uh but it takes it takes time.
1: Yeah. You got to spend time. You
0: have to spend that time. And there's no magic um <laughs> you know, switch that you can click to no. be able to get into God's presence. Yeah. But if you want God's presence, you have to lose your own.
1: Yes. Ooh. So I'm going to
0: say that again. If you Please. want God's presence, you have to lose your own. That's so and good. that's what you said a little bit ago. You're like, I, you basically had your presence on the platform. Yeah. And the anointing came, God's grace came mm-hmm. when you began to lose your own presence and yeah. say, "Lord, I want
1: I want yours." Exactly, Pastor Chris. Yeah.
0: I've had times in God's presence in worship that the Lord has been so real to me in my Jesus. room where he's at it's as if I knew where he was standing in the room. Hmm. Yeah. Like, like I'm going, oh my Lord, the Lord is standing. I, I know where he, I mean, times where I don't even want to say a word. Exactly. You know, worship can be, listen, I'm, let me put a little carrot out here for some of you guys. Worship can get so deep with the Lord when you get to that place uh, in the spirit with him. Yes. That words become inadequate. Man. That if you were to say something... It actually cheapens the environment.
1: Yes. That's, yeah. That's so true. That was one time I was praying and I was like, Lord. And I I was like, Lord, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. But nothing was happening. But when I stopped talking, I felt the presence so strong. But I would start talking again and I would Mm -hmm. kind of feel that presence lift. And the Lord says, he said, be quiet. That's what I want you to do. Be quiet. And it's like. Be still. Be still. (laughs) Comma. Yeah
0: and then you'll know that I'm God.
1: You know that I'm God. Man, Jesus. Yeah, and it's like I could feel his very presence right there.
0: And I'm telling you that when you experience that, when you you experience um his presence and worship like that, mm-hmm. you walk out of there with such peace. My God. It's like the the world does not um, glisten anymore. That it doesn't, it's not even attractive anymore. Uh, it's, it, there could be all kinds of problems happening all around you and you're like, huh, yeah,
1: it's, it's gonna, gonna be okay. Yeah, I, I know he's, good. He's, gonna, he's gonna fix it. <laughs> he's gonna,
0: I got Jesus with me. It's yeah, gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay. But here's what I've also noticed. I have had times in my life that I've gotten so busy that I have not spent that time in prayer and worship yeah. that also now I find myself just running ragging mm-hmm. and it's destroyed. Some of you are exhausted right now. So let me say it like this. You know, th- there's uh there's, and I teach this all the time that there's a big movement right now in the church world to mm-hmm. tell people, Hey, you need to take, you know, take your Sabbath and, and honor God with that. And that's biblical. That's right. It's, it's one of the 10 commandments. Right. You need to do that. But some of you, you know, you'll notice that you'll you'll take time off you'll 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 go rest you know so you'll take three or four days off and you're still exhausted right and the reason is is because you haven't recharged your spirit man yeah. because out of your innermost being flows the issues of life yes. scripture says yes so your physical body is refreshed but man. your spirit is not so you feel drained yes. still yes. that's why you can be tired and show up on a Sunday and walk out going come on baby let's go take the world <laughs> right
1: right I mean it changes you it does. That's so true, it does. Yes, that's where you get refilled, you know? Man.
0: And I just think that, you know, there is a movement that God is raising up in churches, and, I, and I'm praying that God would, would use us to be one of those. Amen. Uh, that people are going to come and find authenticity and the real anointing and presence of God. I, I've had so many people that have said, man, we walk into your church and I just can't stop crying the whole it's time. Nice. I mean, I just cry the whole time. Wow. We we see all kinds of miracles happen, mm-hmm. and it's not because we sing co- cool songs and we have you know cool LEDs you know screens and all that. Mm-hmm. It's because the presence of God is here. Yeah. And I think when Jesus is magnified through authentic worship, yes. He shows up. He does. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. And worship doesn't need to just be you know. It, well, listen, it does need to be you know singing and. Um you know the bible says we lift our hands unto the lord right but don't don't um undermine don't negate the reality that you can worship god by bouncing a baby on your knee yeah and serving him you know uh picking up the trash i think that was such a great example right there yeah yeah it's a hard issue worship everybody is love expressed yeah and it's not worship if it's not, it's well, let me say it like this. It's not love if it's not expressed. Yes. So express it to him. Express, express it to him in your words. Yeah. Express it to him with your finances. Yeah. You know, the way I tell Tatum I loved her.
1: <laughs> Spinning him. <laughs>
0: Boy, I got down on my knee. You know, I yeah. bought her a diamond ring. Yeah. That was not some little cheap thing. We yeah. bought it, you know. <laughs> we had a grocery store sh- store up in Wisconsin called Shopco. Shopco, okay. We won't be undersold. Shopco uh and, and 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 it wasn't you remember you probably don't you're way too young nathan uh, <clears throat> but you know you used to put the quarters in you'd spend it get this little plastic i didn't give that to her I, I gave her something that cost me 3 months worth of salary oh, you know wow. Wow. man it, it 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 cost me something you know when i worship god with my finances oh i know
1: i know the feeling <laughs>
0: god goes wow wow like and it matters let me let me say one one more thing and okay. that and that's this you know I, I remember when when Nash, my son was and I still have it I still have this mm-hmm. when he was like six years old on Father's Day, he gave me a card and on it he had taped all these quarters and nickels and pennies and dimes mm-hmm. and like and mm-hmm. th- there there may have been a dollar bill. it's not on there anymore, mm-hmm. but and it said, Dad, to the best dad in the world, I love you and he mm-hmm. gave this to me. And basically he gave me everything that he had. Oh now, God. I didn't need that as a dad. Mm. I don't need, you know, 95 cents or something <laughs> like that. But the fact that he would do that, yeah. Showed, oh.
1: showed his heart.
0: Oh my goodness. I'm looking at him going, "Dude, what are you what do you want? You name it. You you have my heart.
1: You can get anything."
0: <laughs> I think that God does that sometimes. He does, Pastor Chris. When you touch his heart, yes,
1: with the little things, but you give him everything.
0: <laughs> then he turns around and goes, "Ooh." Uh. Now, now, what what, now, what do you want? And we don't worship him to get something, but I'm just telling you that when you touch the heart of your father, mm-hmm. if I felt like that for my son, imagine how much more our father, yes. our father in heaven Jesus. is going to respond to that. Mm-hmm. And wow. that's when miracles happen. You know, we see this all the time when people worship in the middle of tragedy and all this. Yes. All of a sudden, boom, a miracle happens. And you're like, Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That was unexpected, right? How, how in the world did a hundred and ninety-eight thousand dollar bill get completely eradicated, gone, debt canceled on there in one Worship. one moment? One moment, because God gets in the middle of it yes. all. And I'm sure they worshipped through that. Oh yeah, and I'm sure they're worshiping now. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I want I want to end here, and I want you to pray, and just I want you to pray, Nathan, that that God would give. Every person that's listening, a heart, the heart of a worshiper, that in spite of what we're going through, that that we would express our love to the Lord.
1: All right. Well, Father, I just thank you, Father, for everyone that's listening to this uh, podcast today. And I just ask you, God, that you would touch every one of them, God, and that you would just... Give them a heart of worship. But before that, God, that you would just show them what real worship is, God, that you would show them what moves your heart. And, Father, that you would just bless them, God, that you, um, as they give their sacrifices, as they go day to day in their lives, God, that you would just bless them, God, and that you would just help Absolutely. them, Father, God, to know and understand what we're worshiping is. And Father, we just bless you and we thank you. And I pray that everyone that's listening to this, God, that they they were touched, God, that you touched something, that you ignited something in them, and that you just moved their heart, Father God, and that you would just continue to just bless them, God, and that your favor and your blessings would just continue to reign over them, God, and that they would just live a life of worship, God. And we love you and we praise you in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. 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 Hey, everybody. It's been great being with you today. Can't wait to have you back next week. Got an exciting topic you're going to not want to miss. Hope you all have a great day. God bless you. Bless you.